FM 104 is switched on and I'm joined by the founder of Orb Media, Kira Sheehan. Hello. Hi, Louise. So two weeks ago, Apple Vision Pro was launched. I've seen a lot of videos from Silicon Valley with people wandering around with these over their eyes, obviously experiencing whatever is behind it. But tell us exactly what these are to people who haven't heard about them. Okay, well, they're, they're now being shortened to the AVP, the Apple Vision Pro. And it is effectively a VR headset, but it's designed around spatial computing so that you would be in an augmented reality open space, which would have a frame or like a windscreen, like it, think of it like a windscreen mm-hmm. or a massive screen in front of your eye so that it has lots of augmented reality functions, which lead into what's called mixed reality. So you're in the reality, but the augmented reality is on your screen. So you get the benefit of being in the room, but being able to see pieces of furniture floating you know um to the side of your screen having access to what's called spatial movies which would be if you can imagine the sphere and all the content you've seen from the sphere on a screen on your head when you're at home it's pretty that's cool the nearest, that's the best mm. way i can think to describe it yeah so 200 yeah two hundred thousand of these were sold yes two hundred thousand were sold and they're very expensive they're three and a half thousand dollars and the accessories are another $500. So there was a bit of um, a bit of a kind of a gossip fest in the tech media around the 15th of February saying, oh, you only have two more days to return your um, Apple Vision Pro. Mm. And lots of the discourse was quite funny because it was around the reasons why people are sending them back. And some of those reasons were really predictable and some of them weren't. So one of them, which I found quite interesting, was called the light seal. So the light seal sits in the, on the edges of the the, the kind of the, the, the bit that fits on your eyes. Mm-hmm. But it needs to seal into your face so that light can't leak in and ruin the experience. But because of all, all of our faces are so many different proportions and sizes, it only comes with three different face style seals. Okay. So people with different faces, the light is seeping in and it's ruining it for them. So they want to return them. Now you can get the seals refitted, but like, you know, if if you don't have a standard, I don't know what face they design. Standard face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But bear in mind all the um all the biases in AI, you wouldn't know. But anyway, one of that's one of the reasons that people's cheeks and forehead don't protrude don't protrude mm-hmm. at the right angle to enable the seal to work properly. So that was one thing. They're also pretty heavy, they, aren't they? Yes, they weigh the same as a tin and a half of beans. Oh. They're between 600 and, six, 600 and 650 grams. So I went looking in the pantry here and all I could find was like a tin of beans or a bag of icing sugar. Mm-hmm. And they were both, they both laid less, weighed less than the um, Apple Vision Pro. So if you could imagine like a, a packet and a half of icing sugar on your face. For a couple of hours. Movie. It's going to, it's going to cause probably neck pain and headaches, no doubt. Yeah, there was a bit of headache talk and it was because of that and because of the eye strain. So within the Vision Pro, it, it tracks your eyeballs in order to enable um, you to interact with it without touching or feeling anything. Mm-hmm. But the problem with the eye tracking is it brings on soreness and fatigue on your eyeballs because of the strain and the light. Mm-hmm. That was another another reason where it wasn't the, it wasn't that um, engaging. And one thing that surprised me was there was an overarching view that it was too clunky and the technology simply wasn't there. 
And bearing in mind that it is sold as a work enhancing optimization tool, there was reports of buffering and stuttering in the standard computational tasks. So that might be like Excel or Word or anything to do with work, but apparently it wasn't up to scratch. That's surprising for Apple now, to be fair, because usually they're quite on the ball. Well, some people said, listen, the first computers came out and they were massive and they took up a whole room. True. And they kind of say, like, this is where we are with this technology right now. Um, And it will get better. But like three and a half thousand dollars worth of tech. So, you know, you're going to want to enjoy it. Yeah, like that's a serious investment. Um, Apart from the fact that it's lonely. And I have always said that about VR. Yes, it's great, but it is lonely and it's isolating. And it's like when you put on a pair of headphones, only you are in that experience. Um, now, on the other side of it, TikTok are also adapting their app for these headsets. So if you are honest, it is going to change the screens so that you can interact with your TikTok on these as well. So I suppose there's apps as well that are going to change themselves so that you can use them with these. But I just wonder if there's going to be many people who are going to actually go out and, you know, get involved in the world of AVP. Well, the first thing I'd wonder is TikTok going to be on the Apple store for these these apps? Like, you know, Mm. that's the first thing. How's that going to work? Are they going to, is it going to be seamless? The integration. And the second thing is the average attention span is 1.7 seconds on your phone from and that's primarily from TikTok, right? Those stat, that stat is actually from TikTok, but that behavior has developed primarily because of TikTok. So if you have an Apple Vision Pro on and you're looking at all of those videos and your attention span is 1.7 seconds and your eyes are strained from the light and the weight of it, I can't see how that dynamic is going to add to a pleasurable, enjoyable social media experience. Yeah, we're going to have to wait and see how that goes. But we're going from the AVP to AOR glasses. Yes. So this was quite, quite exciting for us tech nerds, right? So this interesting company called Frame brought out these AOR glasses in the last couple of weeks, right? And I looked at them and I was immediately like, oh, look, oh, no, bring glasses. <laughs> so they're, t- to be fair, right, they are inspired by John Lennon, Gandhi um, and Steve Jobs and... Um, and to me, it's Harry, a cross between Harry Potter and Ono Brin. Mm-hmm. But they're very functional. They're $350. And they're like a standard pair of glasses that come with prescription lenses if you want them. Which is great. So, yeah. So, therefore, they're wearable, they're durable, and anyone can have them. That's the first thing. The second thing is that they do a lot of the functionalities that we spoke about the humane pain a couple of weeks ago. So, it does a lot of the same stuff like voice recognition. It can look at a product and tell you, say if it's, I don't know, a tin of beans, you can say 400 grams, uh, 700 calories, carbohydrates, whatever. It can locate a product for you to buy if you see it. You can tap it and say, where can I get these trainers? And it will tell you where you can buy them, um, how much they are. And it does, vo- it does language translation as well. So if you can imagine, you're wearing them and you have an app on your phone, the, the app's called the NOAA app. And the NOAA app is connected into ChatGPT4 and all of the apps that go with that. So you tap on the glasses and you say, where is this bottle of wine from? And it'll say, oh, this is from the French region of Burgundy. 
and this is the grape variety and this is how much it costs in O'Brien's or Malloy's or whatever um, because it's working off the same off that tech however you cannot use it without the app mm-hmm. and the app will let you have a certain amount of tasks for free and then you pay per task there's always a catch so there's always a catch <laughs> and the more functionality that they have the more tasks you will ask them to do therefore that's the pricing model for the innovation mm. now one of the guys who invested in this is a guy who invested in pokemon go and who built pokemon go and the guy who built this himself is ex apple he's based in singapore and he's quite an interesting character because his mission is to make people look up from their phones and to use tech to make us more connected so he wants us looking at each other and looking at phones and very quickly this story like completely caught my imagination the predecessor to this product was called a monocle and it was one lens that you stick stuck onto the front of your glasses and it was designed like as an an ar smart lens for hackers so anyway this was the first demo if you like and these kids in Stan- in stanford got their hands on it and they put it on the front of one of their pals glasses and they sat down and they did a pretend interview and a pre- pretend worst date because they linked it into OpenAI. And when the guy was there and he had the monocle on his glass and his mate was on the far side of the table and he started asking him questions like an interview and the monocle was able to pull up all the technical answers from ChatGPT and the guy was able to say them back as if he knew the factual answers oh, to the question in the interview. That's dangerous. <laughs> when he didn't. Wow. How so clever. Like, oh my God, that's the, amazing. The possibilities amazing. with it. The possibilities. Yeah, so like, it's amazing and also scary. Mm-hmm. I really like the so, look of these glasses though. Yes, because they are quaint and Harry Potter and Steve Jobs. They're not, you know, they're they're accessible, I suppose, and they're reasonably uh, priced and anybody could wear them and not look like a geek. Are they a competitor, though, for AVPs? I think they are, actually. Mm. Yeah, I do. I think, I suppose it's a bit like a Ferrari and, and a Ford mm-hmm. um, in that they both get you from A to B, but do you want to get there in the glory of the Ferrari and all the added benefits, or do you want to get there with all of your pals in the car with you Yeah. Um, in the Ford? So, and, yeah. You know... I would say that the frame glasses will be the ones to drive mainstream adaption of the tech. Mm-hmm. And Apple will be, always be the go-to for the the Ferrari lovers, yeah. I suppose. Who want to have a go. I'd love to have a go at them. I'd love to see what they do and, you know, how they fit on my face if I have like a typical face that fits them. But yeah, I do love the, the idea and I love the look of the glasses and I'd probably sway towards them as well. Only because, you know, they're a bit more accessible. You can put them on and yes, you can still interact with people around you, which I think for me is a big thing. Yes, and it's not a solitary experience, which it would be with the Apple glasses, even though you might be having your minority, minority report experience, mm-hmm. you know, where... Tom Cruise just puts his hand up and all the screens come up. <laughs> yeah. Now that scene, yeah. that's exactly what, what you'd be looking for within the Apple experience. Whereas with the Oh No Brin glasses, you would kind of be looking more or less for a more day-to-day product. Yeah. Which I kind of love. So yeah, and never as you dull say, moments. No, and I love it. And I love that we've two <laughs> I suppose, competitors that are similar, but very different when you look at them, really. It's great. Yes. And the fact that your man who 
who invented these is ex-Apple. So mm-hmm. all roads seem to lead back to Apple. Doesn't surprise me one bit. Kira yes. Sheehan, founder of Orb Media, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thanks, Louise.